Good morning, Sheila. How are you doing today? Wayne, I am ready to talk about a fun topic with you today. Oh, I, I can't wait. And welcome everyone to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, where we talk about skills that have been learned, forgotten, misused, and or totally abandoned as we are attempting to change the world one verb at a time. Sheila, I can't wait. What's the word that you're so excited about? Our verb today is to strategize, which is defined as dis, um, devising a strategy or course of action or a plan, but not just any plan, a long-term complex or multifaceted plan. And it's often used in the context of business, military, politics, and sports. But I think you can apply it to just absolutely every part of life. You know what? You took the words right out of <laughs> off of my list. We've been reading the same dictionary, <laughs> so, I think. So I, so I don't need to go to my definitions because that's what I have. So okay, <laughs> that's where right. we'll go. <laughs> and golly. And I hope everyone is enjoying Hanukkah, those who celebrate Hanukkah. We are mm -hmm. in the middle of the Festival of Lights, and yeah, I hope all those beautiful. cuisines and, and tantalizing delights that you're tasting and morsels are just scrumptious and delicious for you these days. Happy so have a happy Hanukkah, everyone. And, and Sheila, how can we find you? How can we get? Thank you. Uh, my website is zekeandsheila.com and my email is linked there as well. And I think this week I'm going to beef up an Instagram page or, or feed. Oh, excellent. Well, that'd yeah. be kind of cool. And yeah. you can find and you can find me at www.mindsyncing.com. That's M-I-N-D-S-Y-N-C-I-N-G.com. Or my email address, wayne at mindsyncing.com. For all of your comp compliments, words that you would like us, verbs that you would like us to talk about, and just other commentary or feedback, if you would. So, strategize. Strategize. What a, what a engaging word. So, the, let me tell you, there's a little bit of a history of how this came up. Okay. Um, you actually give a gift to our office every year. You bring a couple of board games in, high-quality board games, and get all the staff members on two different teams, and we play these new games. We learn new games each year. <laughs> um, and I read a quote recently about board games, and this is actually a question. It's a true-false question. This one said, board games aren't about winning. They are about having fun. Now, everyone in my office is is cooperatively competitive with each other. Okay. If that tells you a little bit about the atmosphere there, it's really not about having fun. It's about winning. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a true-false question. For you, is it about having fun or is winning a required part of the having fun? And that is a very hard question to answer because to me, it's okay. Here, I have five rules for playing the board games that I play. Okay. Are these strategic rules? Well, it's a, it's a strategy that I came up with okay. many, many years ago. Can the first, the the first rule, okay. <laughs> I thank you. Yeah. The first rule is it has to be fun for everyone okay. to enjoy the game. So I, I want to play a game that's fun. Second, I want to play a game that is complex and and um, just you, you want to do 16 or 17 things, but you can only do one. So you really have to think it through and strategize exactly what's going to be the best option for me at this particular turn of this game. 
So part of your strategy is to be flexible with the direction you go in. That's correct. Three, it has to be engaging so that we can all have a social kind of an atmosphere around us where we can talk and kibitz and trash talk and, and then be serious at the same time while, we th- while thinking through the game. So it, it, it's got to be postured so that everyone around the table is having fun is doing the complexities in their heads, but still we can laugh and joke and, and then, you know, take, take, uh, take pot shots at each other as we can fun pot shots. <laughs> so a long-term objective is you want to be friends still after the game is over. That is absolutely correct. Okay. Absolutely correct. Because one is just a game. So that's my, that's one of my thoughts is, and this is not on my five things, but yep. it's, it, it's just a game. So let's keep or in that context. It? Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> Number five is there is no elimination. So everyone is still in the game mm-hmm. as we started with. And the last thing is up until the last turn or last round of the game, everyone still has the possibility to win. That's important in in fun games. Yes. And so my answer to your question is, I love to win. Mm-hmm. I don't need to win in a board game, Good. but I love to win. If I win, yay, I won. If I don't win, yay, I had fun. And I want to do better because I want to beat you next time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was reading a way to approach board games strategically, and they're saying, first of all, it's all about having fun. And then the first rule they gave was figure out what the other people are aiming for and block them from achieving it. And I thought, <laughs> I'm seeing a little cutthroat there. I don't know if that's the way to fulfill that outcome of being friends at the end of the game. That's being a little <laughs> nice, nasty, isn't it? Yes. A little bit, yes. Yeah. Uh, it also, okay. one of the other tools it said was to... Um, Know the game manual forward and backwards because the game manual will often tell you how to strategize, how to win. And also it said, look up YouTube videos on how to win this particular game, (laughs) which just leads me to conclude there is a YouTube video for absolutely everything. There is. And there is something to say. To to say it's as to what you have just said about reading the manual, the rules, um, and that's with anything. That's in life. That's in contracts. Yeah. That's buying a car. That's buying a house. That's um, doing your taxes. <laughs> if you know the rules, and it's and it's in the rules, and it's to your advantage, there you go. You can take this this step or do this thing, and if people come back, oh, you can't do it. Oh, no, it's right here. See, in the rules. I can I can do that. That's that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, wow, never even thought of that. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm going to try that. You, you, don't, you don't want your IRS auditor to, to say, oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I yeah mean, you we, do we, actually, you do want them to say that. You, you do want them to say that. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's right. but yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. But, that's, but that's why you have people help you with your taxes and stuff sometimes, <laughs> right? Good strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember once um, I, during, during my business that uh, my partners and I started, we went and found a CPA and the CPA said, oh, okay, you know what? All right, now here's some things you can do. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. Other people do this, do this, do this. Um, what would you like to do? And we said, keep us out of jail. That's what we, <laughs> that's what again, we want you to do. <laughs> again, part of a good strategy is to know your end point and work backwards from there. <laughs> That's exactly right. Wow, I think you've looked at my paper because there's a word on here that talks about that, and okay. but I'll we'll get to that <laughs> anyway. So, 
I, that was a long answer to your, do I need to win or do I right. like to have fun? But, right. there, but it there, leads there. into the next point, which I'll just mention here, but then I'd like to hear some of your points. Um, talking about games and strategy led me to the concept of game theory, which is the study of strategic decision-making mm. using mathematics, psychology, and philosophy. So, yes, yes. Did you, and did, was that on your po uh, point list also? That was not on my point list, but I like that because, yes, game theory plays into, as you said earlier, just about everything we do. Yeah. Whether we're driving, whether we're walking, whether we are um, planning a wedding, a bar mitzvah, a birthday party, a mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yes, game theory is always there. Strategizing is always there. Strategizing doesn't necessarily mean I think sometimes when you hear strategize, people mm -hmm. think, oh, okay, strategic, and, and we're, we're going to do battle. What? No, we strategize uh, on everything. Yeah. We, we Walking into the grocery store, which aisle do I want to go down mm -hmm. first? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which aisle do I want to go down last? One yes. thing that's become very popular is Wordle, and everybody who plays it regularly has their own strategy and their own words they use to get the game started. I, I have to confess, I know nothing about Wordle. However, I have had friends who I am friends with Facebook and they send the thing, yes. oh, here's my Wordle score right, and right. it's this and it's this. And I write comments like, am I supposed to be excited or happy because this is a good good score or a bad score? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, what? You don't know? <laughs> I go, no, I, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to congratulate you or console you. I have no idea. <laughs> well, yes. what else have you got about this? To strategize. <laughs> well, I I asked the question, why strategize? I asked two questions, but okay. one was, why strategize? And I said, because it answers many questions for us. And like, what is the end result that you anticipate, which you've already mm -hmm. suggested? So if, if you're coming into something, go, oh, what is my end goal? What do I want when I leave here? Or what do I want mm -hmm. when this is over? Um, you, you've got to ask those questions because it's going to answer or ask different questions of you. Well, okay, this is my end goal. What resources do I need to get there? Or what resources do I already have to help me get there? Mm -hmm. And so it kind of gives you this strategizing, gives you the whole, hopefully gives you the holistic approach and picture as to what you need to do, when you need to do it, why you need to do it, who you need to do it with, for and to, to get to the point that you want to be at when you end up. Um, and so it, 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 again, just like we talked last week about marinating, mm -hmm. it gives, it gives the, it gives you time. It gives, it, it lets the food seep or steep in its, in its foundation of oils and, and ingredients that you put on it. <clears throat> but this gives you, <clears throat> excuse me, this gives you the ability to look and see what I need, what I don't need. Ooh, this is a good person. It helps you know who on your team and in your organization mm -hmm. has the talent that you just might need. Mm -hmm. And it helps you find inefficiencies and serendipitously inefficiencies and efficiencies that are in your organization. Now, let me explain that. Please. Um, I... I remember this story, and it was in a, is one of the textbooks that I used, and I don't, I'm not sure if it was the example or if it was a true story, 
<clears throat> but it certainly made the point. So I'm not going to say it was true. I'm not going to say it was false. I'm going to say it was somewhere in between. I don't know, but it certainly made the point. And what supposedly had happened was at a business, what um, we'll say a, a big, um, I'm not going to mention the name of a business, but we'll say a, a big conservative business that's been in business for a long time. It's, it's, it's grand and um, people go there. It's, it's their go-to place to go to buy things and they take care of, they have all the creature comforts for their employees. Well, okay. in the cafe, and everyone can eat in the cafe, doesn't matter who you are, whether you're the CEO or the person driving the, the delivery truck, everybody gets to eat in this one cafe. However, the CEO loved coconut cream pie. And the CEO went to the baker and said, hey, look, I love coconut cream pie. Every time I come down here for lunch or dinner, I want, I want to have a piece of coconut cream pie. I'm just going to do that all the time. And so the baker said, sure, not a problem. Well, years went by, and the CEO and the baker had been long since removed from that place. Uh. They either retired or went someplace else. But the lineage was every baker who was replaced by the preceding baker or succeeding baker passed the information, and we have to have a coconut cream pie, <laughs> at least just one. So this team comes in to do, they're doing their, their time and motion studies. Mm -hmm. And this one person happened to notice over the course of the week that they were there, that this one pie was always made every day and thrown away ceremoniously at the end <laughs> of the day. <laughs> I, I relate to that because I'm not a fan of coconut cream pie, but go, okay. ahead. go ahead. In fact, I'm okay. getting a little bit of a stomachache as you're talking about. Oh, keep on, keep on. I like coconut cream pie. Anyway, so this, they, so this person watched this coconut cream pie being made, watched it being put under the counter so no one can see it, <laughs> and then at the end of the meal, <clears throat> throwing it away. And so this person went in and, and you know figured out how much the, of the ingredients were, how much they cost, what mm -hmm. kind of ingredients were it was, time and motion of buying the ingredients, putting it together, baking it, blah, 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 all this good stuff, and, and found out that this had been going on for years. And went in and asked this one baker, how many pies had they thrown away? And he said, I throw one away every day. <laughs> because you know we, we have no place to really store all this stuff, so if it's not eaten, it's gone, thrown away. And so they determined that they, that he had been doing this for X amount of time. And when it came time to make the analysis as to where they saw some cost inefficiencies, um, they found out that this exuberant number of pie <laughs> mm. had just, you know, crept up. And, you know, here's, and let's just throw out a number. Here's $1,000 that you could have saved over the last six months for time, mm. uh, the baker's time, the ingredients, the pre preparation, all this good stuff. Um, there's $1,000. And how many pies can we find? Well, as the story went on, it said that the bakers passed this down unknowingly why they found the original baker, and he says, what, are they still doing that? Oh, no, 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 that's only because the CEO, when I was there, wanted a pie. He didn't want anybody to know it was there because I only made one, uh. so I put it under the cabinet, and um, when he came in, oop, I pulled it out, 
cut a piece, gave it to him, and then we left it on top and other people would eat it. But if it wasn't seen, they didn't think it was there. So no one asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> because who wants to be the baker when the CEO comes through and he says, okay, and I'll have my piece of coconut cream pie. And there's no coconut cream pie because we gave it to somebody else. So that's why they put it under the – anyway, so they figured out, all right, so – this had been going on for X amount of years, even before this baker that's previously here. So they totaled that up, and it came to some stupid number um, of dollars that they wasted because things don't get told. So when you strategize uh -huh. and you look and you look holistically, and you're asking who, what, why, where, when, how, and how much, um, serendipity sometimes plays a part, and you go, oh. We would, this is a good idea to stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stop doing job done. <laughs> yes, I, I know that was a long story, but um, it, it was a it was a fun story in the book, and we talked about it in class and and had good good conversations. But the the impetus of that was the the hidden reason why this one pie. Uh -huh. But in that conversation, some of the class said, "You know what? We've been doing this." something like this at work and I'm going to go find out and they would come back and report. And we had some funny stories. It was very, very cool. Okay. But, but when you look at things holistically and you find out every little piece that goes in there and, and here's one of the things that, that I, I, I certainly want to get off here is it helps you understand the value and importance that everyone in the process plays where you might not have known it before. Uh-huh. So that's strategizing. Strategizing brings out a lot of things. Um, how about you? What's what's next that you would like to talk about? <laughs> I was reading about the value of writing your goals down. And every other thinking management, whatever website talks about the value of writing your goals down. And so I I read one site that was tracing where the concept came from. And it seems to always go back to a 1953 Yale study where they took two groups of people and said, you write your goals down for the future. <clears throat> and then you you don't, the, the other group. And then they followed up with them years later. And the results were that 3% of those who had written their goals down had achieved more than 97% wealth than those mm. who had not written their goals down. Wow. That was interesting. But what, as I read further, what I found is that's a fake study. Oh, no, really? There's no evidence that study was ever conducted. And they interviewed some of the folks from that time frame who had been at Yale. And they said, no, nope, I never heard that. <laughs> so I never participated <laughs> in that. But you hear all of these. Uh, but it's become a fact because it's a very um, uh, easy concept to convey to other people. So so if you say it loud react, enough, long enough, it's it comes becomes true, right? <laughs> yes, which is kind of sad. Um, and 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 the titles for writing the goals down were the power of writing goals, the magic of writing goals, manifest something by writing it down, amazing benefits of writing it down. But in truth, it does help to write your goals down. And the point is to, to attach action steps to it. It's not enough to just write it down. That really doesn't do anything. So for instance, Robert Felique, did a, had a quote, which is a strategy without process is little more than a wish list. And another quote by a fellow named Richard Kevinevich, Kevinevich possibly, <laughs> okay. said, 
a vision and strategy aren't enough, the long-term key to success in execution each day is to execute each day, execute every day. And there again is you have to attach the action step and then fulfill that action. So there we go. Writing down your goals is only part of the pro the uh, the advantage of having a good strategic plan. Okay, and and I remember um, I was in Spain. I was in the military. I was in Spain, mm-hmm. and I was going to. I was attending Troy State University, the the extension campus that they had in Spain. And over the threshold of my door, of 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 where I live, my apartment, I had Troy State University a a, a banner, mm-hmm. and every time I would go out that door to see the world, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would hit that banner because it told me, okay, you got to go to school tonight after class you, or, or after work. You've got to go to school. You got to study. You got to, every time I would leave my apartment, I would hit that banner mm-hmm. to remind me that that was my goal. I went there mm. saying that I was going to get my degree and I successfully and luckily did. So it, it, it was a constant reminder. And as yeah. you said, writing, Writing those things down, it's a constant reminder. Yes. I used to sometimes, I would take, uh, I would buy women's lipstick and I'd, I would write things on the mirror ah. in my bathroom. So okay. as I'm brushing, as I'm brushing my teeth or washing my face or my hands, I would look on the mirror and I would read the words, whatever it was. And again, it's a constant reminder, it's a constant motivator um, to uh, an initiator, if you will. Yeah to get me to do exactly what that was. And it, it really helped. It really did. Because sometimes if you have a goal and you forget what that goal is because you don't touch it every day, yes. um, that goal goes away and maybe there's a new goal. You're right. You're right. But this, this gave me clarity and gave me direction, which is why I like strategize because mm-hmm. I said, when you formulate a plan, at mm-hmm. least you have a starting point. Yes. I put together a strategic plan for this holiday season. Oh, can we hear it? First, I started out by making a to-do list. And then I realized that there were many missing pieces in that to-do list. Um, The biggest missing piece had to do with inspiration and faith. It it was more step-by-step on how to, you know, accomplish the tasks so that the holiday, you know, the holiday meal, you know, doing the, the tree and all that good stuff. So... Looking again at a strategic plan being starting at the end, starting at your goal and working backwards, I had to redo my uh, to-do list in order to um, make sure that there were moments of uh, gratitude, moments of joy, moments of just appreciation, Mm. uh, which you Mm. don't usually think of as part of a strategic plan. But I wanted to come out of the holidays not just exhausted by having too much to do, but to really appreciating the beauty and meaning of the season for me. Uh, that's that is lovely. That is really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I told you I thought you looked on my sheet of paper across the ones and zeros through the computer here, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, because you said starting backwards. You brought it up again. Starting starting. Right. At the end and going yes. backwards, yes. because I also said in negotiations, and we negotiate with ourselves. This yes. doesn't have to be negotiated with someone I else. I negotiate we, with my dog. I mean, we do everyone. There you go. But in negotiations and in strategizing and those kinds of things, strategic thought, you have to have a BATNA, a B-A-T-N-A. And a BATNA, those, that acronym stands for a best alternative to a ne- negotiated 
out to a negotiated ah. um, achievement or not not achievement best oh, agreement oh, best yeah. alternative to a negotiated agreement so what that means is if i go into the store and i'm looking for a turkey or a ham or a roast um okay i only need this this much weight this much poundage whatever you want to do um or this much money and if you can't find that one what's my best alternative and if my best alternative is this one okay if i can't find that one you walk away mm -hmm. you walk away that's your batna your batna is if i can't get this point this frequency this volume this range of what i what it is i'm looking for to do to buy to have whatever if i can't get there walk away i don't care what they throw at me mm -hmm. <laughs> I, i've mm -hmm. seen the i've seen have you seen the commercials where um ted was is it ted danson the guy from cheers mm -hmm. who goes in and he helps the couple who's at the counter where this person is selling them um I'm a service, a, a telephone service. He goes, uh, I don't think you need that. You know, you, you, okay. you don't need I haven't that. seen that, but okay. All right. And he goes, eh, I don't think you need to, I don't think you need that. I don't care what he, he goes, eh, I, I don't think you need that either. And as they walk away, the guy goes, Oh, and, and oh, here you get a free subscription to, you know, whatever magazine. And Frank goes, I think you lost them. That was their bet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was their bet. Yeah. They walked away. Yeah. But we have to have a baton. You got to have that point. Otherwise, you can get stuck with something that you don't want. And you will always curse yourself saying, oh, I spent too much for this and it's yeah. ugly. And I, <laughs> I wanted the red one. And I, I got this green thing. What, what is this? <laughs> so anyway. Never, never a good thing uh, when you're looking for a turkey or something and you end up with the green thing. Right? Yeah. Oh, because that means it has mold on it. Ooh. <laughs> or, or it's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a vegetable. Oh, those little green balls of death. I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Sheila, I'm looking at the clock. It says 26. It says 26. So we're okay, oh but we're getting close. Okay. What would um, you like to do? What would you like to tell us? I, I want to say that you and I have put together a strategy to celebrate our one-year anniversary of having our podcast on. Has it been a year? It's been almost a year. Next month, it'll be a year. So we are celebrating on January 19th with a special podcast. But in order to do that, we need everybody's help, which is send in questions. We're going to do a question and answer, but Ooh. we need you to be sending in questions in the next couple of weeks. So we'll remind you each time. We want it to be a little bit of a give and take, given the limitations of how we do an audio podcast. So um, we had already given our information on how to contact us. Oh, um, would you give it again, please? Your, yes. At least your email. At least your email. Uh, my The link for my email is right on that on that page. And my and email yes. and my email is Wayne at mindsinking.com. So send us your questions. That's a yes. great idea, Sheila. I like that. Exciting. Well, and also we have another thing to celebrate right away, which is that we are now on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Oh so yeah. If that's easier or if you want to refer friends to us, we thank you. Uh Apple Podcasts, 27 minutes with Sheila and Wayne. And Sheila was the one who did due diligence on that and got that happening. So thank you very much, Sheila, for doing that. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yes. And Christmas is coming up this weekend. So I'm going to wish, I'm going to take this opportunity to wish everyone who celebrates Christmas have a very, very Merry Christmas. Indeed. Yes. And, and happy holidays to those who don't. But 
Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays to everyone as well. Sheila, would you take us home, please? Well, thank you for talking about the best alternative to a negotiated agreement, a BATNA. Always fun to walk away with something something interesting. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you so much. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Send us those questions. Bye-bye. Bye.